Hi, I'm your host, Amy Frina. For over 30 years, Care Credit has been enabling people just like you to get the care, procedure, or surgery they want or need when they want it. Behind the thousands of amazing testimonials we receive from our cardholders are the dedicated providers and healthcare workers who make these stories possible. In this series, we are giving you exclusive access to these well-respected and renowned care experts who are all part of our Care Credit Network and asking them to share the information and answers you need to make informed decisions about your health, wellness, and personal care we are discussing mommy makeovers, which is a name for a combination of procedures that focus on addressing those areas affected by childbirth and may include a breast lift, breast augmentation, or tummy tuck, depending on the needs of the patient. Joining us is board certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Daniel Barrett, who has a private practice in Beverly Hills, California. Dr. Barrett is an active member of both the American Society of Plastic Surgery and the American Society of Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. Utilizing a holistic approach that provides natural looking results with minimal scarring and downtime, he specializes in aesthetic and reconstructive surgery of the face, nose, and body. In this episode, let's listen as Dr. Barrett talks candidly about mommy makeovers and shares what you need to know to decide if this type of surgery is right for you. Hi, I'm Amy, and we are joining you live from the studio today with Dr. Barrett, who is going to give us some insight into mommy makeovers. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Amy, how are you doing? You know, I'm great. We're excited to have you here. Me too. Um, we've got a lot of questions to ask you, but first, we want to get to know you a little better. Okay. So, if you couldn't be a plastic surgeon, what okay. would you be? Uh, you know, I love helping people, so uh -huh. I'd probably be a philanthropist of some sort. Okay. Um, yeah, just figuring out ways to solve problems on a bigger scale. Wonderful. Yeah. What about the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, uh, work smarter, not harder. I love that. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a good one. It is a good one. Mm -hmm. Tried and true. Yep. <laughs> what about your favorite food? Uh, man, so uh, so I grew up in Virginia. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a, a bay called the Chesapeake Bay in Virginia, and yes. they have these little crabs called blue crabs, Chesapeake Bay yes. blue crabs. And okay. if you douse them with enough Old Bay, um, or whether you not do that or not, they're just amazing. So Chesapeake Bay blue crabs is my favorite food. Okay, yeah. good to know. But that you sounds delicious. I don't know if I ha you have to get them there, right? You have to get them there. Mm -hmm. You can try to get them elsewhere, but they're never as good as if you get them fresh from there. And if you're from the Bay Area, you know what I'm talking about. What's yeah. your favorite thing to do on your day off? My favorite thing to do on my day off is to go outside. Uh, we're here in beautiful Southern California. I love to go outside. I love to go hiking. Um, just getting up in the mountains, doing either a bike ride or a hike with my daughter um, is just a great way to get some fresh air, get some sunshine. It just totally resets my batteries. What is one thing you absolutely could not live without? Mm. One thing that I could absolutely not live without, I'd have to say my Theragun. It's a little vibrating thing that kind of massages your muscles, uh -huh. and uh, <laughs> I do it every day, and it's just like if you have sore muscles or mm -hmm. if you have a bad or long day in the operating room, it's great to do on your back. It just kind of loosens you up. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's my latest gadget, and I don't think I can live without it. All right. Good yeah. to know. Mm -hmm. How about anything you've binged watched lately? Mm, the Mandalorian. So I, uh -huh. I kind of grew up as a Star Wars fan. Okay. Just came out of Disney Plus, and I could not wait till the next episode came out. So Mandalorian, um, that followed by you know Stranger Things, and of course Game of Thrones. Uh -huh. Can't beat that. <laughs> Can't beat it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your journey to plastic surgery. So my journey to plastic surgery. Uh, 
uh, you know, I, I guess it, it started when I was in high school and I was interested in science and helping people. And um, fortunately, my dad had lung cancer because he smoked his whole life. And I got exposed to healthcare and a lot of doctors helping my family. And that kind of exposed me to healthcare. None of my family had any healthcare providers. Right. So it was a completely new field for me. Um, and I decided to go to become a doctor. And when I got into medical school, I exposed myself to various fields. Went into oncology thinking that that's kind of what I wanted to do, but turns out it was just too emotional for me. I also realized at the time that I had much more of a surgeon capability in terms of working with my hands. Um, I do give my dad credit for that because we used to always work on cars together when I was younger. And I used to just figure out ways to kind of take out little parts of the car that he couldn't like believe that I was able to do. So, um, which is, which I think has benefited me my whole life. But, um, so I knew I wanted to be a surgeon. I love plastic surgery because it's just a great way to improve someone's life. And there's an artistic edge to that, that Mm -hmm. makes, um, a big difference. Uh, I'm OCD in a lot of ways with the way things look. I walk into a room, I see a picture frame slightly off, I have to fix it. And I think that translates well to our plastic surgeon in terms of attention to detail. I that I think agree. is super important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your credentials? Absolutely. So I went to medical school with the Medical College of Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, an MD there. I also got a master's in health administration at the same time. So it's a five-year program. Wow. Also have a master's in science in addition to that. So I have two master's degrees and an MD. Uh, got accepted into plastic surgery uh, integrated residency at University of Southern California right here in SoCal for a six-year integrated program. And I've been in practice and private practice in Beverly Hills for the past five years. Wow. Okay. Well, we want to learn a little bit about mommy makeovers from you. So first and foremost, what is a mommy makeover? So your mom, <laughs> and you have uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven children, um, all of which some of my patients have had. It's a beautiful thing, but it takes a toll on your body, um, and it's a sacrifice. So a mommy makeover is typically a combination procedure that is designed to help correct and rejuvenate the body for moms. Okay. Um, main one, tummy tuck, mm-hmm. right? We get the loose skin from having pregnancy, stretch marks, um, rectus diastasis, which is actually widening of your pectoralis muscles. Mm. So that procedure is combining the plication of the muscles back together, repair that, taking care of the extra skin. Now, um, traditionally, it's been some kind of breast surgery with that, like a breast lift, okay. breast augmentation. Um, now, we have what's called the Grand Slam Mommy Makeover, which is tummy tuck, breast lift, or breast augmentation and then fat transfer to buttocks. So we'll do the lipo with the tummy tuck. Um, We'll take that fat and we'll transfer the buttocks at the same time. So we get kind of overall better hourglass figure that I think, I call it the Grand Slam. um, (laughs) I never heard that before. Yeah, that's your term. It's my term. I call it the Grand Slam (laughs) mommy makeover because it just just goes after three main areas. Because after after you're done breastfeeding and you you lose all the, the weight from pregnancy, your butt can kind of drop, your breasts drop, your tummy drop, everything drops. So it's just just a more comprehensive way to kind of lift all that. Now you don't need all of them. You can just do the tummy tuck. You can just do the breast or whatever. Uh, but collectively, we call it a mommy makeover. If you're a mom and you're you're really trying to rejuvenate these these main targeted areas. So other than being a mom, what mm-hmm. else makes someone a good candidate for the surgery? Um, somebody who has, um, laxity, so they, they've had weight gain and, and, um, you know, they say you're not supposed to gain more than 30 pounds during pregnancy. That's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, when my wife was pregnant, I gained weight. Okay. So it's just <laughs> like, it's just, it's just something happens. It just kind of, you know, you just get comfortable and, um, you're, you're eating for two or whatever it is, um, or you're not working out as much because of the baby, it's totally fine. 
Um, but if, if you do get that weak gain and then the weight loss, that can that can stretch out the skin. And skin doesn't always coat back. It goes right. back about 30%. And so that you see that in the breasts, mm -hmm. you see that in the tummy, and sometimes you see it in the buttocks. And, and so um, anybody that's had weight gain, weight loss is actually a good candidate. You don't necessarily need to be a mom, but um, those are those are things that are typically coinciding with, with these type of procedures. Okay. Mm -hmm. Typically, how much does a mommy makeover cost? I know it probably mm -hmm. varies depending on Grand Slam or not. Yeah. <laughs> so, our, um, so our basic single grand, no, our, our basic um, mommy makeover would be like a tummy tuck and a breast augmentation that costs anywhere from ten thousand dollars to twenty thousand um, dollars, depending on on what exactly you need. If you have to have a breast lift at the same time, it's all dependent, at least in my office, about how much time is going to take. Gotcha. So, um, if you've never had previous surgery, if you don't have a hernia, you know a lot of people get umbilical hernias. If you don't have any com or C-section scars that we have to spend time to kind of lift up, you know. A tummy tuck can be as low as like seven or eight thousand um, dollars. But if there's more time involved, major scarring, or previous surgery, that all adds time and adds to the cost. So that's where you can get, you know, if someone's doing tummy, breasts, buttocks, you can get over twenty thousand dollars or something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are there payment options available for somebody who wants to undergo these procedures? Absolutely. Uh, not everybody has twenty thousand dollars sitting around on their on their on their. Um, I guess the fire, yeah, the <laughs> nightstand. I hope not. Put it in the put it in the money market or something. But, uh. um, but yeah. So we we have financing options. Our favorite go to is Care Credit mm -hmm. because it's so easy. Mm -hmm. uh, it's easy for our patients. It's easy for our office. Yeah. So someone who has decided they want to have a mommy makeover, mm -hmm. but they're figuring out all the logistics. What should they look for in a plastic surgeon? So. That's a great question. A mommy makeover is a big procedure, um, and there can be high complications for plastic surgeons or for surgeons that are not really qualified. So mm -hmm. the very first thing, I, I do kind of call it the pyramid of what to look for. The okay. very bottom of that needs to be board certification. Okay. Um, you don't want a dermatologist doing this procedure yep. on you, right? So they're great at skin, but they are not good at doing surgery, okay? So um, the bottom of the pyramid, Amer board certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of doctors that say, oh, I'm board certified. What are you board certified in? Is right. it, yeah, is it board certified in general surgery? Is it board certification in family practice? You gotta pay attention to that because a lot of people will say board certified, okay, what does that really mean? It needs to be the American Board of Plastic Surgery. Results, do you like the results you see? Is the belly button look like a tiny little coin slot at a Vegas, you know, uh, <laughs> what are those slot machines? Yeah, is that what it looks like? Or does it actually look like a natural belly button? Look at the finer details. How bad is the scar? Are they showing the scar, mm -hmm. right? Um, Next one up the line is, um, do they have good reviews, okay? Um, are people having good experiences or is it a turn and burn? They go there, um, they take their money, they do a surgery and then boom, they're gone, right? Mm -hmm. um, so check the reviews and then lastly, the top of the pyramid, the icing on the cake is, do you mesh well with that surgeon? Do you feel like they're gonna be there if you have a complication? Right. Do they give out their phone number to you mm -hmm. uh, in case you're having major problems or is there, some, is there a way to get a hold of them? That's really important because these are major operations. Right and people can die um, very, very rarely. I've never had anybody die, but like if you know, if you don't take this very seriously, this is someone's life in your hands. You know, right. So you want a doctor that takes that very seriously and you wanna make sure that they're on the same page in terms of what your results or what your expectations are. Absolutely. Yeah. So you've kind of touched on this as well, but um, what specific questions should the patient ask during the consultation? I Obviously number mm -hmm. one is, are you a board certified plastic surgeon? Absolutely. Are you board certified? Um, how many of these do you do mm -hmm. um, a month? So you want at least, I'd say for tummy tucks, for mommy makeovers, you want at least, you know, anywhere from two to 20, 
right? Um, right. You don't want much more than 20 because then you're going to start thinking that this place is a factory. Um, right. Yeah. So my operations, I'm very good at mommy makeovers. I do a lot of them. Uh, a lot of them are combined with some of my, press, my breast procedures. I would say I probably do about two to three a week. And... Um, it's not the quantity that matters so much, it's the quality. Right. So I could do more in a day if I wanted to, but I don't like to cut corners. And there's little details that I work on, like the plication that we do to bring the muscles together in the middle. I do a double layer of that, right? Mm -hmm. Most surgeons, they only do a single layer. Will you know if I do a double layer or not? Nope, you'll never know that. But these are the little details that I do because when I go home at the end of the day, I mm -hmm. want to make sure in my mind that 10 years from now that your plication holds up and that you're not going to have problems down the line because otherwise I don't feel good about that. Um, those are, um, those are some little details that you can ask, but, um, you know, mainly you, you can tell a lot of that stuff with the results, but when you're asking, you know, ask these questions during the, um, the consultation to get a better sense. Okay. What risks and complications are associated with a mommy makeover? Yes. So mommy makeover, there could be some, some risk in the main, the main portion of that is from the tummy tuck procedure. Okay. So typically patients are a little bit older, um, the main risk that we worry about for a tummy tuck procedure is a blood clot or DVT. And that happens because when we tighten the tummy muscles, we're decreasing the venous return. So the blood goes to your legs and then it comes back up. And if you cut off that blood supply just a little bit, you can get a blood clot in your leg that can later travel through your lungs. So the major thing that we worry about is blood clots. Um, and that's why we do little leg squeezers, we do compression stockings, we make sure that if you have any risk factors for blood clots that we give you anticoagulation therapy. Um, that is probably not the most common thing that happens though. That's the most devastating thing that can happen. And I don't want to scare people away because we've never had one. Uh, we do lots, but we do take a lot of the prophylactic measures. The most common thing to happen is infection. Imagine you having a big incision right here. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of skin. There's a lot of little places for bacteria to kind of sneak in. And so um, infection is the most common thing. I do prescribe antibiotics. I have had abscesses. We always deal with it in the office. Typically patients have a BMI over 25 when they're getting this higher risk things happening. Um, so we try to uh, risk stratify our patients prior. We don't say no to people with a BMI over 25 or 30 or whatever, uh, but we just want to be very careful that patients understand um, the risk profile going into the surgery. Okay. Yeah. Can you provide kind of an overview of the various procedures that are available for mommy makeover? Yeah, so the, the overview is uh, number one um, is the tummy tuck, all right? So that's probably what everybody really wants. And uh, that gets rid of the skin, gets rid of the stretch marks. Um, you know, how do you know if you need a tummy tuck though? A lot of people ask, oh, I just need lipo, right? Lipo is like, it just takes the fat out. Right. But if you look in the mirror and you look at your belly button and, and you don't see a circle anymore, you see just an upside down sad face, you need a tummy tuck. <laughs> Okay. If you have the little sad face in the mirror, I'm not trying to laugh. I'm sorry. But I know. I've never heard anyone say but that. But it's that true. Before. A lot of people like they come into my office and they're like, "I just want lipo." And I'm like, "Look at your belly button. Belly button sad. You need a tummy tuck." Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so that's the number one test. All right. And and so this will save you consultation. All right. And don't come in and say you just need lipo when you have a sad face belly button. All right. So number one, that's that's the thing because what it does is we take that skin down because what hap why you have a sad face is the skin's overhanging the belly button. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you got to take the belly button out, bring that skin down, cut off the excess, close the muscles up. Um, that's it in a nutshell. Inject a lot of pain medication, which I do. I, I inject a long-acting three-day pain medication called Exparol. Look it up. It's good. Make sure your doctor offers it. Um, next thing, I combine lipo with that mm -hmm. most of the time. Okay. And then most common thing is breast. Mm -hmm. So it can just be breast augmentation. So 
I always like to say, if the factory's open for business and you've got these breasts that just came out of nowhere and you're like, oh my God, this is great. And it's God's gift or whatever you want to look at it, you know? And then when you're done having kids, the factory closes its doors and all the factory workers go away and then they shrink back down. And it's just like, it's closed for business. And it's kind of depressing because that skin stretches out and then as you stop, it, it, the skin doesn't go back. And so that's why you get this deflated look for breasts. And that's why sometimes just a simple breast augmentation does a trick. It mm-hmm. just refills that upper pole and it doesn't even make you bigger. Um, it just kind of rejuvenates the breast. Um, now, a lot of times you get a, a much bigger weight uh, change in that situation and you might need a lift. The test for that, do you wanna know the test for that? Let's hear it. All right, you take a Q-tip, you put it underneath your breast. Mm-hmm. And then you let the breast hang down. First of all, if the Q-tip doesn't stay, you don't need a breast lift, okay? If it just falls to the floor, you're good. Um, Maybe just an augmentation. But if you put the Q-tip there, it stays, and then the nipple is actually below that Q-tip, you might need a breast lift. So that's that's your test. You've given us a lot of visuals. Yes. The I'm factory, just, the Q-tip. Yes. <laughs> All right. And then the last one, when we do a part of our Grand Slam, that's the, the three areas. If we're taking fat from your abdomen and your flanks and your buttock had also had a deflation, we can easily do some fat transfer there, um, which helps rejuvenate the buttock. So those are the three things. Tummy tuck, breast augmentation, breast lift, A or B, and then fat transfer the buttocks, also known as a Brazilian butt lift. Okay. Yeah. Are those popular here in Hollywood? They are extremely popular, um, mainly because of Instagram and mm-hmm. selfie generation. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. We <laughs> we just people want that exaggerated, snatched waist, and um, I think most of the time it's a it's a great idea. Uh, we don't want to overdo it, obviously, but right. it's uh, it's very popular. Okay. Yeah. What can a patient do at home to prepare themselves for the surgery? So it's it's a it's a big journey. Um, I when people come in and they're about to undergo this procedure, it's a little bit more than just a straightforward like breast augmentation. We're doing combination procedure. Mm -hmm. I tell people, you're up here, and about two weeks, you're gonna be down here in terms of how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. You're like, you're gonna be questioning why you did this, but you kind of go through this cycle. Mm -hmm. And um, I tell people, work out, get healthy, prepare your home environment for that first two weeks because that's where you're going to need a lot of support and that's where you need um, a lot of uh, energy. So like you can't use your core muscles right after tummy tuck. So you want your arms to be nice and strong. So do a few arm workouts, do do some other stuff, get your cardiac um, output up high because you can't really work out right after the surgery either, right? So you're going to lose a lot of your fitness and then you're going to need that strength to help you recover. So it's both uh, mind preparation, body preparation, and support network pre- preparation. You can't do this on your own. Um, breast augmentation you can do on your own. Tiny little surgeries you can do on your own. But a mommy makeover, you need your whole support network. Um, I often have my patients go to aftercare the first two nights um, just okay. to be kind of away from the kids because the first thing a kid or a dog or a pet is going to do when you come home, mm-hmm. jump on you. Yep. They're like, where have you been? You know, mm-hmm. And they sense that you had something done and right. they just want to yep. attack you. So. What can the patient expect to experience during recovery? I know you said yeah. in two weeks they're not going to be feeling that yeah. great. So mm-hmm. kind of walk us through the the journey. Yeah. So, I, you know, I see I see my patients a lot postoperatively. Everything is, is, is going well. They have questions about, is this normal? Am I supposed to be swelling like this? Is this supposed to be, you know, bruised? I'm like, yep, that's all normal. We do red light um, on the first two postoperative visits for, for mommy makeovers. That helps bring their swelling down. We do compression starting at two weeks. Um, so it's really not until that two-week mark where, mm-hmm. where we get drains and we get all the stitches out and everything right. and just cleaned up that you start to turn the corner. That's mm-hmm. what I say. I say you're turning the corner around two weeks, so give yourself that two weeks to kind of just to be there, get through it, binge watch Netflix, whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. Eat lots of food. That's actually really important. Um, 20% more calories to heal. 
from a big operation. Yeah, so a lot okay. of people, they're like, I don't want to ruin my results, so I'm starving myself. I was like, guess what? You're not going to heal. Your body needs that protein, so right. eat up. Go for it. So after the two weeks, what can the patient expect to experience as time goes on? Awesomeness. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, No more sad belly button. No more sad belly button, yeah. And it's so funny because it's like, it's that six week mark where they where they start to come in and they're like, oh my God, I'm fitting into stuff better. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they give me hugs, they show me pictures. And it's right around that six week mark where things really start to look good. And it's funny when I get to three months, it's even better. And six months, it's just like, wow, almost all the swelling's gone, mm-hmm. right? They're still functional well by then. Mm-hmm. But then at six months to beyond that, they forget where they started. And so one thing I do for all my patients is I, I print out their before and afters and I send wow. it to them. Yeah. And I'm like, this is where you started. And they're just like, <laughs> they're just like oh, my God. Right, because they're used yeah. to seeing their new body now. Ex- exactly. Yeah, they're used to seeing their – so it, we don't realize that. We look in the mirror every single day, and it's why if you look back, like, Google Photos does this thing, like, five years ago, this is you. And I <laughs> right. looked at it five years ago, and I was in Thailand and Cambodia. I was like, heavy. And I was just like, wow, that was me, you know, And because uh, I started working out and stuff like that, right. doing my triathlons. Um, but um, – the same thing happens to people, my patients, and so that's why I always give them the before and afters. Like, this is where you started. This is where you are now. High five. Good job. Yeah. One last question for you. Um, is it typical to have to repeat any of the procedures in a mommy makeover? No, it's not typical to, to have to repeat uh, procedures in a mommy makeover because um, most of the work that we do is is, is long-lasting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the, the rare exception to that is if, if you were to get a tummy tuck and you get pregnant again, you are going to get some stretching. Right. You could totally do that. You could get pregnant. Don't, don't worry. Um, we just might need to come see me and we might need to do a little nip tuck mm-hmm. on some things. But if you don't gain a bunch of weight or if you don't have children again, th- those kind of changes don't happen again on their own. So, gotcha. um, no. Good to know. A one and done. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, Dr. Barrett, thank you so much for all the insight on mommy makeovers. I know a lot of mommies out there are really happy with all the information that you provided. My pleasure, Amy. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Before I let you go, I'm going to ask you a couple quick questions in our lightning round. Very quick. Uh, Role model. I still haven't figured that one out yet. That's all right. We got time. All right. (laughs) Are you a homebody or on the go? I am a homebody. I love the comforts of my home, home cooked food. I'm super, like, as any Los Angeles person, I'm super into, like, organic food. I have a garden. Mm -hmm. I have a beehive in my backyard. Whoa. I get my own honey. Dedicated. Yeah. It's just like, so I get get special food from different farms that, you know, and so I would say I'm more of a homebody just because I enjoy the comfort of my home do you have a beekeeper's costume it's a it's not a costume <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual outfit but do you wear it i do of course you're you gonna go get stung okay. yeah you gotta, I, yeah you i wasn't sure out. if you were doing the I, own i do own thing. i do it and it's 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 actually fun they take care of the, it's the easiest pet to have okay they take care of themselves oh, okay great that yeah. wasn't on my questions but okay. all right moving on <laughs> beach or mountains oh mountains milk chocolate or dark milk Cho- oh, for milk, chocolate. Milk, or- chocolate, or dark chocolate? Oh, dark chocolate, yeah. Uh, today <laughs> I just had 100% cacao, and it tastes like dirt, but it's great. It was great. It was great because it right. gives is none of the sugar, and you, you don't get a sugar spike, and it gives you the best energy. Right. I think I had it before the show, actually. Oh, I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, a book or a movie? Ah, uh, movie. Dine-in or takeout? Takeout. Art gallery or sporting event? Art gallery. Flip-flops or tennis shoes? Flip-flops. Sleeping in or getting up? Mm, Getting up. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Bear. We appreciate it. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. 
We learned a lot about mommy makeovers from one of the country's top board certified plastic surgeons. If you're considering body contouring, we hope we've provided the information you need to decide if you want to take the next step and schedule a consultation. All the healthcare experts featured recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card. Remember, Care Credit is a leading national healthcare credit card that can enable you to get many of the surgeries, procedures, and treatments you want now and pay over time with everyday promotional financing on purchases of $200 or more. Care Credit can also be used to pay for copays, coinsurance, deductibles, and your health and wellness needs. Care Credit is accepted at hundreds of thousands of locations nationwide to pay for care whenever you need and want it. If you are interested in applying for a Care Credit credit card or would like to find a provider in your area who accepts Care Credit, visit us at carecredit.com. And if you found this information valuable, please leave us a five-star review on the App Store and a thumbs up and share it with a friend. I'm Amy Frena with Care Credit, and I will see you soon. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. Purchases with the Care Credit credit card are subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See carecredit.com for details. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual medical providers with respect to the information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including Care Credit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for any loss or harm arising from the use of the information provided. Your participation in this presentation constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.